Today on the newscast from Washington, D.C., is the Biden White House ready to cut a deal with Iran that will put America and Israel in jeopardy? Plus, Iran-backed forces in Iraq target U.S. personnel yet again. Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast from Washington, D.C. Not a bad view as I have the U.S. Capitol behind me. We are here filming a very important documentary for TBN. I can't say too much about it just yet, folks, but just know two names involved in this project. Ambassador David Friedman, the former U.S. ambassador to Israel, and Governor Mike Huckabee. It's going to be good. As soon as I can share more about it, I will. But hey, a very interesting time to be here in the nation's capital. Obviously, yesterday, last night, Wednesday, April 28th, President Biden gave his first address to a joint session of Congress here in D.C. Now, covering what we cover here on the Watchman newscast, we focus, of course, on the Middle East, foreign policy, national security. I was listening very closely to see what Biden said on those subjects. And folks, there wasn't much. He gave brief mention to Russia, China, North Korea and Iran, saying the U.S. would stand up to any tyrannical behavior. But he did not go in depth into any sort of foreign policy strategy or vision. To me, that's very troubling. As we will share with you in a minute, the Iranian regime in particular is feeling pretty good about itself as the U.S. is ready to reenter that disastrous Iran nuclear deal. And as I mentioned at the top, potentially put America and Israel, our security, in jeopardy. Folks, I do not say that lightly. More on that in a minute. But first, a quick and important update on yesterday's newscast. We talked about Iran's drone dynasty, how Iran is building this massive arsenal of attack drones and equipping their proxies across the region, Hezbollah, Hamas, the Houthis in Yemen, with these deadly drones. And folks, they are using them. They are not hesitating to put these drones into action on the battlefield. Well, a very interesting report that I have only seen so far in Iranian media. Uh, Western media has not reported this thus far. Doing what I do, I obviously check Middle Eastern, Arab, and Iranian sources every day. Iran's Press TV, it's an official state government news outlet in Iran. Also, the Tansim news agency out of Iran is reporting that yesterday, Wednesday, April 28th, an attack drone packed with explosives targeted the Balad Air Base in Iraq, north of Baghdad. Now, that name may sound familiar to you if you watch the newscast on a regular basis. The Balad Air Base has been targeted by these Iran-backed Iraqi Shia militias repeatedly over the past several months, including just last week. This latest attack targeted U.S. personnel. We have U.S. personnel stationed at that Balad Air Base. A drone packed with explosives targeted the base. Since this is only Iranian media reports, we have pretty scant details so far. We don't know if there were any casualties, if there was any major damage caused uh, by the air base. But two things to keep in mind here. Number one, sometimes here on our YouTube channel, we get commenters who say, how do you know Iran was behind it? Why are you pointing the finger at the Iranian regime for these rocket attacks against U.S. forces in Iraq? Well, I think the fact that this has only been reported so far in official Iranian state media outlets is an indicator. They have a direct line with the Shia militias who are conducting the attacks. Guess why? 
because Iran is calling the shots and putting these attacks into action through these various proxies in Iraq. So that's number one. This is as close as you can get to a smoking gun when Iranian press outlets are pretty much bragging about these attacks that they have engineered against U.S. personnel. Number two, the drone dynasty. Yet again, this is a new wrinkle. We've seen so many rocket attacks against U.S. personnel in Iraq, but now the Iranian regime is putting these drones into action. The second explosive-laden drone used against U.S. personnel in the past two weeks alone. We had another one in northern Iraq earlier this month. So this is a very, very serious threat growing in the region. We reported yesterday, you can check it out here in our archives on YouTube, that the U.S. and Israel are putting together a working group to combat and counter this growing Iran drone threat, the Iran ballistic missile threat. That's encouraging news on one hand, but on the other hand, I have some troubling news for you today here in Washington, D.C. What we led with, this Iran nuclear deal. Folks, it seems like it is going to happen. A new incarnation of that disastrous deal that the Obama administration put into place in 2015 that President Trump pulled the U.S. out of in May 2018. This is happening. The talks are progressing in Vienna. U.S. officials are there. Iranian diplomats are there as well. And they're trying to put this together. And the Biden White House is giving off an air of desperation for some reason. I don't get it. As I said yesterday, America has all the leverage in this situation. Uh, Iran has its back against the wall. Sanctions are crushing the Iranian economy. The Iranian regime has taken it on the chin in Syria and elsewhere across the region. They're reeling. The United States has all the leverage, and yet Iran is entering these negotiations. Iranian officials are kind of puffing out their chest and making demands. And the sad thing about it is the Biden White House is caving to these demands, according to an increasing amount of chatter here in D.C. and reports that we are seeing. Here's why I said at the top that this new deal could put the U.S. and Israel's security, not to mention the Sunni Arab nations like Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Jordan, in jeopardy. First and foremost, the obvious one, Iran will get the bomb. They will have the world's deadliest weapons if this deal goes into effect. And the word to keep in mind there, folks, is sunset. In this Iran nuclear deal, there is a sunset clause. What does that mean? When the sun sets on the deal, when the deal ends, say after 10 years, then Iran is free to do whatever it wants. The deal has an end point, and Iran could kind of take it slow for those 10 years, and then when the deal is gone, they ramp up, they break out, they get a weapon. According to various intelligence reports in the U.S. and Israel, they could have a weapon within months, a nuclear weapon. So what this Iran deal is doing is kicking the can down the road. Israel sees that very clearly. That's why, under no circumstances, will they allow Iran to acquire the bomb, obviously, an existential threat. And that's why Israel has been so demonstrative against the Iran deal. We have Israeli officials here in D.C. right now meeting with Biden administration officials, I'm sure imploring them not to do the deal. But the Biden White House has said, hey, we are doing it. We are going to reenter this deal. So first and foremost, eventually, Iran will get the bomb. Even with this Iran deal, it makes war more likely and not less likely because Israel will feel compelled to counter this existential threat, Iran with the bomb, which is devoted 
to the destruction of the state of Israel. So it makes war more likely. That's the first way that it jeopardizes America and Israel. Uh, secondly, and this is really troubling to me, folks. I've talked about this. We've hit this several times here in the newscast. Apparently, the Biden White House is ready to drop practically all sanctions against the Iranian regime after that Super Bowl Sunday interview that President Biden gave to CBS News, where he said, no, we're not going to drop sanctions. Well, it seems like they are going to do that, judging by what we're hearing out of Vienna and these nuclear talks. And along with those sanctions, there will be no consequences for Iran, its ballistic missile program, and its support of terror across the region. Now, the Trump administration put these strong sanctions in place, holding Iran accountable for this massive ballistic missile program, one of the largest in the world, and for, obviously, Iran's sponsorship of terror, whether it's Hezbollah, Hamas, the Houthis, these Shia militias in Iraq that we are talking about. There has to be consequences. This regime has to be held accountable. It's the, according to our own State Department, it's the world's number one state sponsor of terrorism. So the nuclear issue is certainly one issue, but the missiles and the sponsorship for terror, hey, we have the nuclear issue as is one, missiles, terror should be 1A, but apparently in these talks, all of that is off the table. What does that mean? Why do I use the word jeopardy for the security of the region and of the West and of the world for that matter? Obviously, Iran will break out and get the bomb eventually if Israel does not act. And secondly, it means that Iran will continue to stockpile lethal ballistic missiles, precision-guided missiles that can hit their target with greater accuracy. And by the way, Iran is developing intercontinental ballistic missiles, ICBMs. Folks, those ICBMs do exactly what their name says. They're designed to travel across oceans, across continents. Those ICBMs are not for Israel, Saudi Arabia, or Europe. They're for the United States. So keep that in mind as we talk about this missile program. And of course, the sponsorship for terror will continue. As an American, that's of great interest to me because it includes terror against U.S. forces, American citizens in Iraq and beyond. So we are at a very dangerous point right now. Here's the good news. Amid all the craziness, as the walls are crashing down here in D.C. and elsewhere around the world, God Almighty still sits on the throne. He's sovereign over all of these events. He sees what's going on, including right here in Washington, D.C. And if you put your trust in him, guess what? He will never leave you or forsake you. Even in these tumultuous biblical times and that we are living in, you can have the peace that surpasses all understanding. So put your trust in him. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today for a very special Watchman newscast from Washington, D.C. Until tomorrow, God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.